Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The government yesterday approved the drafting of the general scheme of the Sick Leave Bill 2021. It'll be the latest in a series of actions that have improved social protections for workers and the rights of workers and the self-employed over the last five years. Now, the government's statutory sick pay scheme will be phased in over a four-year period, starting with three days per year in 2022, that's next year, rising to five days in 2023, seven by 2024, and employers will eventually have to cover the cost legally of 10 days sick per year in 2025. It's been phased in to help employers, particularly small businesses, to plan ahead and manage the additional cost, you know, and obviously budget for this additional cost of people taking about 10 days sick days. Because you can be sure if the sick days are available, people are going to take them. Anyway, the Tarnish has said, Ireland is one of the few advanced countries in Europe not to have mandatory sick pay schemes. And although about half employers do provide sick pay, we need to make sure that every worker, especially lower paid workers in the private sector, have the security and peace of mind in knowing that if they fall ill and miss work, that they won't lose out on a full day's pay. I believe this scheme can be one of the positive legacies of the pandemic as it will apply to illness of all forms and not just COVID-19. Sick pay will be paid by employers at a rate of 70% of an employee's wage, subject to a daily threshold of €110. The daily earnings threshold of €110 is based on uh, 2019 mean weekly earnings of €786.33. But where did they get that figure from, by the way? Isn't that an odd figure? €786.33. Just like yesterday, actually, where I was yesterday, there was no smoking sign on the wall. And it said the fine for smoking was €123.72 or something like that. And gone, how did they come up with that figure? And I figured it out in the end that the legislation was so old that it dated back pre-euro to punt. So it was probably the equivalent of a €100 punt. Anyway, or a €100 punt. So basically, this equates to an annual salary of €40,000. So if you're on €40,000 or less, you get 70% of your wages. If you're out sick, it can be revised over time by ministerial order in line with inflation, etc., etc., and changing incomes. Now, the rate of 70% and the daily cap are set to ensure excessive costs are not placed solely on employers who, in certain sectors, may also have to deal with the cost of replacing the staff who are out sick at short notice. And generally, they do have to be replaced. Other features of the scheme that are that an employee will have to obtain a medical certificate to avail of statutory sick pay. But hold on for a second. Anybody can get a sick note. All you've got to do is go down to your doctor and say you're not feeling well and you get a sick note. So that I don't buy into that. I mean, mind you, you have to pay for that unless you have a medical card. And once entitlement to sick pay from their employer ends, employees will need to take more time off. They can qualify for illness benefit with the Department of Social Protection subject to PRSI, uh, PRSI contributions. Now, many people have kind of criticised the idea of mandatory sick pay as they say it will affect small businesses the most. They say that small businesses like hairdressers and cafes would find this cost excessive. And I know you're thinking to yourself, Niall, don't they already pay people before? Isn't there already a law that you have to pay people? No, there isn't. If you're in the public sector, your teacher, your doctor, your nurse, your guard or whatever, guard, by the way, take the most amount of time off. Sick pay. Teachers, I believe, are second, as far as I know. If you're in the public sector, you get sick pay. You get a certain amount of days per year sick pay or allowed or entitled to take those days of sick pay. When I say entitled to, if you're sick... Now, of course, I remember many years ago, a teacher who I knew quite well, um, other teachers in the school said to him, you need to start taking a few days sick pay. And he said, why? He said, because you're making the rest of us look bad. Because they were all taking time off. So you find when you're entitled to it, people will tend to abuse it. Now, I'm not saying everybody abuses it. 
The other downside to not having sick pay is if you're genuinely sick, you might not want to take the time off because you don't want to lose the money, so you'll go to work sick and you'll pass on your flu, your cough, your cold, whatever it happens to be, uh, to the person you're working beside in work. And also you might go in just feeling very unwell into work. So do you think it's a good idea to bring in mandatory sick pay of up to 10 days? I mean, a lot of people are going to take days when they don't actually need them. I think it's going to be abused, to be honest with you. So if we have mandatory sick pay, do you think people will abuse the system? Or do you think it's a good way to deal with things that we should be doing that? Look, we need to progress. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Do you believe that mandatory sick pay for all employees will be abused? In the private sector, generally, by the way, I'm sure you're aware, most companies don't pay sick pay. In the public sector, they do. So do you believe that it will be abused? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Neve, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you, Neve? Hi, Niall. How are you? Voice of reason. I need some reason here, Neve. I mean, realistically, I would be of the opinion, because I don't take time off sick, generally speaking, right? I think in all the time I've been here now, nearly 11 years, I took one week off because I literally had pneumonia about two years ago. Mm. So... I think people abuse sick pay. I think in every walk of life, people abuse everything. You know, you give somebody something and they abuse it. I mean, look at social welfare. You always have people abusing that, you know. Mm. But that being said, um, from a personal point of view, I'm delighted with it because I've seen my own partner go into work and, you know, he has been sick. He hasn't been well. And, He's, you know, and I know that he shouldn't be in there. He should be taken even one day just to get feel a bit better. And you say it to him, he says, no, simply can't afford it. We can't afford it because at the time there was just the one wage coming in because of the COVID. And you turn around and say, no, I can't afford it. I have to go in. And he shouldn't be there. You know, he really, even one day would have helped him. Yeah. But and apart from anything else, if he has the flu or whatever it is, he's passing it on to other people too, I suppose. Exactly. You know, now, the, the particular times I'm talking about, it wasn't actually the flu. He'd, he'd, um, he suffers badly with his back. And there's been times when he can barely move, but he still goes in. Yeah, I, I, I have the same. I have sciatica and I have to take diphene for that. But now, thankfully, it doesn't yeah. happen too often. But I came in here, I remember one day, literally, I nearly had to crawl in the door because I couldn't walk. Mm. Thankfully, I have a job and, where I sit down all day. And he doesn't. Yeah, he has a job where he's pulling stuff around the place. Like, right, you that's know. not good, no. It's not good. But he, he just simply says, we just simply can't afford it. If, if, I take, if I take one or two days off, we are screwed at the end of the month. See, the pro- yeah, but the problem is in some jobs, say this job here, for example, you know, we are limited to the amount of people who do the job. Right. Mm. So at the moment, for example, you know, there's two people outside, one, you know, calling people, somebody else answering the phone or whatever it is. Right. And then there's me on the air. So we're limited to those people. And if one cog in the wheel goes, the rest of us are under huge pressure or we have to get someone in to replace them. So if somebody is acting the fool and not actually sick and pretending to be sick, well, then they're they're letting everybody else down. And that's that's the part I don't like. I think you'll be able to tell that really quickly, though. I mean, if somebody is that way inclined, they're that way inclined in general. So they're probably that way inclined in their job, too. They probably don't give much of a crap about that. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of tell those people and maybe pull them up on and say, look, there's been like three weeks in a row where you've been taking a, a Friday or a, or a Monday off sick. Come on now. Yeah. Is that legit? You, well, you'll find but in Ireland Monday will be the most popular day for taking sick. Or Friday. Yeah, yeah or Friday. Or Friday, uh, yeah. Watch the long weekends. Monday and m- Fridays will be taken off because there'll be a sudden outbreak of the flu. Yeah. But if you're genuinely sick, I mean, 
you're being paid 70%. You'd want to really be sick because 70% of your wages, but if you have to get a doctor cert, that's 70 euros. So, I mean, it swings and roundabouts, really. What mm. you're gaining in one respect, you're losing in the other. So well, I think, I think we're going to have to do something about the cost of GPs in this country. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that, that's something that, needs, that actually is something that should be addressed before this because like, if you go to Northern oh. Ireland, for example, or UK, you know, you don't pay to see a GP. It's free. No one should have to weigh up whether or not they can afford to, to look no. after their own health or which child to take to the doctor. I have often, you know, in years gone by, I have often not gone to the doctor to save the 55 quid. Same, same, yeah. same. Absolutely. And I bring the, I bring the kids. If everyone in the house got the flu or something or got a chest infection, the kids will get checked up. But we'd probably be dying. Yeah, but I, I never understood the logic in it because I remember, you know, you'd be going, you bringing the kids to the doctor to, because you knew they had a chest infection or an ear infection and you get that, you know, the purple powder antibiotic one? Yeah. What was that? You know, the one that makes it water. It's a purple yeah, powder. Yeah, yeah, and it tastes good. But anyway, that one, that antibiotic, and you just knew you were bringing them to get that antibiotic. So you were going to the doctor, you were paying money just to be handed a prescription for something you knew you needed anyway. And it was just ridiculous. You know what's wrong with them. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what's wrong. With them. Well, You're going and telling them what's wrong. With them. You know, I've often said a GP's job, and with the respect to the GPs of Ireland, right? I'm not trying to insult you, but it's the easiest job in the world because you sit there, somebody comes in, tells you what's wrong with them, right? Yeah. And then tells you just them what get, medicine they want. Yeah. And if you're not sure, you send them to see a specialist anyway. So what I'm saying, yeah. it's a pretty easy job in that respect. I don't mean to disrespect you. It's, it's GPs. ridiculous. It's just crazy how how expensive it is. I mean, literally. It's 60, 60 euro down here. I don't know what it's like up in Dublin. Yeah, it's the more. same. It's between 55 and 70 euro, depending on who you go to see. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's a lot. I mean, if, you, if you're unfortunate enough to wake up the day before payday really sick, you can forget about it. Yeah. You know, and there isn't really an option. Well, down here, there isn't really an option for them to say, like, they actually ask for your bank details before they ask you what's wrong with you. Yeah, I mean, the system in the UK and in Northern Ireland as well, it's just so easy. Like, it's free. You can call a doctor at half eight in the morning mm-hmm. and they leave a prescription out for you. You don't... And they'll send the prescription to the local Boots or McCabe's or whatever it is and you just go and collect it. It's free of charge. They don't even charge you for the medication. They charge you for nothing. It's just... It'd be so, brilliant. And we want to bring... We want to have a United Ireland. Ah, would you stop? Sure. So what, I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to suddenly tell everyone in Northern Ireland you have to pay? I don't think that'll go down too well. Uh, anyway... They're not going to tell us we don't. Yeah, but getting back to the sick pay... I, see, I do believe there has to be some sort of fail-safe for people there, you know, not to lose oh, money or to come to work. But I'm also aware of how, if we look at the public sector, and I'm not saying that everyone in the public sector abuses it, but they do. A lot of people do. They abuse well, sick they, days. Maybe they could give one or two paid sick days. But then if you go beyond that, it's like, okay, now you need to go and see your doctor and we need proof that you're genuinely Oh, no, no, well, you will need, yeah, but you will need proof. But anybody can get proof. I, I know you're saying it costs money, and I hope we'll do something about that. But anybody can walk into a doctor and get a sick note. That's true, I suppose. All you have to do is say to a doctor, I'm, I'm feeling a bit depressed, I'm feeling a bit down, I don't feel I'm, I can handle going to work. That's grand, yeah, there's a sick note. Anybody can go in and get a sick note. Well, I hope they don't abuse it, because it'll ruin it for everybody. Mm. If, if it completely gets abused, it's going to be ruined for everybody. Because in, ge- like, in general, it's a really good idea. It's going to put a lot of people's minds at rest. It's going to help a lot of people not go into work sick. It's one thing we've learned from the last year is that, like, don't go into work sick. Yeah. You know, because... Well, I think, I think, I think that's one there. thing that COVID will change forever, is that people are more cautious about, 
you know, mm. spreading viruses, no matter what type of virus it is, by the way. I'm not saying stay out, of, stay out of work every time you have a cold or else you'd never be in. But if, you're, if you really, if you have a temperature and you're really sick and you know you're going to spread this around, it's a nice fail-safe to know that I'm not going to get penalised. Yeah, I won't lose a, too much money, proper, yeah, yeah. A proper flu could have you on your back for five days. Well, stay, stay there for a second because, Jerry, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jerry? Morning, Niall. How are you? Good. I mean, you've heard Neve, and she's saying kind of it's about time. We need this. You know, we need to make sure that employees or people don't feel they have to go to work if they're not feeling well. Yeah, yeah. I, I work for a large multinational, as you mentioned before, and uh, we used to have 10 days over the course of a year. So you could take two days off for pay. Okay. And you could do that, say, five times over the course of a year. Yeah, there's normally a stipulation. I know the public sector, they have a stipulation that I think it's three days or whatever it is. Yeah, but ten days yeah, over well, a year. Well, on your, on your third day, you'd have to start getting the doctor's notes. And that. Now, they, in this new legislation, there is no stipulation. It's up to ten days, right? But uh, we, we used to make the joke, you know, it's nearly Christmas and I haven't even taken any sick days yet. <laughs> right, almost so, like they're holidays. Like. Yeah, well, that's it, like, you know. Uh, now, look... We work in a professional environment and there wouldn't be many people who would be doing that. But you always get the few who are pulling fast ones, like, you know? Pulling a sick... And they're, they're booking these sick days in as holidays, basically. You'll yeah. find, you'll find like, they're sick two days after their birthday or two Or they're going to a wedding or whatever, they're sick, yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. And, and it does happen. You know, it's like, like I said, the people I work with, we're all very professional. We don't do... I barely take any holidays in the course of the year, never mind sick days. See, well, but, it's uh, all right. It's all right in a multi. When I say it's all right in a multinational, at least they can absorb the cost, they can right? Soak up the cost, exactly, absolutely. Yeah. And you've got more people there that can fill in the gap for those people who are not working. But when you have a smaller business or a yeah. business that relies on each cog, as I said here in the radio station, you know everybody has a specific job, so everybody's a cog in the wheel. And one person out sick can really upset the apple cart, or maybe a small news agent where you might have you know three staff. One person out sick, well, they have to be replaced. For that small business, there's a huge cost factor. Well, it's not even the cost. My own son today was supposed to go and see the dentist, who's uh, took the day off sick, so he can't get into the dentist. Now, I'm not saying the dentist can't be sick, but the son now can't get his tooth looked on. He's in pain with it. Right. Whereas, you know, things like that, I don't try to worry this, but things like that can be made easier for people to take the day off when they don't even need to be taking the day off. And it does have other knock-on effects that aren't just about money, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like my son is now going to have to make another appointment because he can't get in tomorrow because obviously tomorrow's already taken. Has he got a toothache, yeah? Yeah. Worst thing ever, isn't it? It's, they're vicious. They can oh, be vicious when they steal from. And look, I'm not trying to say the dentist is not sick. Right I'd now. rather have a nail through my hand than have, <laughs> than yeah, have a toothache. Jeez. This, this is don't... the reason was invented. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I just mean sometimes it can make things easier to take a day off when you wouldn't normally take a day off and it can have knock-on effects that aren't going to be positive either, you know? Did you try a bit of clove oil, by the way? Uh, I don't know. I, have, I was I'm talking to him this morning. He was, I was to drop him over at 4 o'clock, but obviously now I don't. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Neve, what do you use for toothache? Clove oil? Yeah, or what? you can get... I don't, know, I don't know what's wrong with them, but you can get these things from the chemist, like the um, temporary filling. Oh, the temporary... I've used them once, yeah. He could stuff it into his, yeah, into into his, his beak. tooth and it might give him a little bit of relief. But I did that on holidays one year. I was in America one year and I lost a filling. I was chewing something, I lost a filling. And I said, right, that'll be grand. The following day, the pain. And I went down to Walmart and got one of these DIY fillings. And there I was yeah. with the cement stuff shoving it into my tooth. And, <laughs> I, and I, I tell you, it. it did the job. 
I'd rather give birth five times over with no pain relief than have one toothache. I'll take toothache myself. Yeah. I don't think I'd rather give birth to a child, Steve. That's a bit of an exaggeration. No, I, I, it's worth, the worst toothache ever years ago, and I swear to God, it was the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. Oh, why, why do you, we all say that about a toothache, and yet people have gone to an awful lot more traumatic experiences than toothaches, but we all imagine it's the worst pain I'm a ever. I'm a, well, this is the worst pain I've ever experienced. And it, can't, it just goes everywhere. Yeah, Ruth has just said it's because you can't eat. And when you can't eat, then, you know, you could literally die, I suppose, after period. But the pain, the pain just seems to go everywhere from your into your head, into I know, your clothes, it goes up into, into your, your eye, it goes everywhere, into your, into your shoulder. <laughs> Always the worst, three in the morning. Three in the morning when you can do, when you've taken all the sulfidine in the world, and if you take any more, you'll ah, you'll be off your gicker now on sulfidine, if you take too many of those now. You'll be off your you'll be, you'll be off <laughs> your <laughs> But get, yeah, getting back to the, I mean, the idea by 2025, that we'll all have 10 days sick day, you know, per year that we can use at 70% of our salary, well, up to 110, which is 40,000 a year. Do you think it's a bit OTT? Yeah. I think it's Leo trying to pretend that he's a friend of the world again. A friend know? of the people. I, I think it's nonsense, yeah. Yeah, he does talk out of both I, I, sides of the mouth on a regular basis, but however, yeah. uh, don't, I don't know, you know, I don't want to be opening that kind of worm. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I think for the majority of companies, it's too much money to be absorbing to be paying somebody two weeks. Because 10 days is two full weeks off. Two working weeks off. Oh, it is. Two working weeks, yeah. 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 So, like, you know, it's uh, it's too much to be expecting a small business to be covered. Even large businesses can't be covering that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it is all right. When I say the public sector have had this for years, more or less. Um, you know, they've already had it. This is particularly, I suppose, for the private sector more than anyone else because most of the private sector don't have sick pay policies. You do, if you're off, you just don't get paid. Maybe Leo is expecting the state to cover this the way we're covering COVID payments and that, you know? Yeah, well, I don't think the state are going to be covering it. The, the, re- the reason they're bringing it in and implementing it over, you know, uh, phasing it in over, uh, you know, five years is to give businesses a chance to, I suppose, budget for the cost of this. So, no, yes, so the state won't be handing out money on this unless you go over the 10 days. Then, of course, you go on illness benefits. This, this, is, this is one of these programs where the company is going to have to end up hiring less people to keep money in the background in case these things happen. Or pay you know? less money. Yeah, well... To have a little pot, a little standby money. If you were going to have 10 people there, you're going to have to try and get nine people to work harder in case any of these nine are sick over the course of the year, or all nine are sick sick over the course of the year. Absolutely. Listen, got to go to a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Now, loads of people, by the way, are texting in as well about toothaches now. And why, why do we even start a conversation about toothaches and what you can do to cure it? Somebody said, nah, the old bit of string on the door is the best thing for the tooth. Ah, Jesus. Neve, are you still there? Oh, she's gone. The bit on the string on the door. Do you remember that you, you'd tie when you were a kid? Now, you, we don't, I'm not condoning this behaviour nowadays. You don't do this anymore, please. But you remember when you were a kid and you, your dad would put a bit of string around your tooth and then put it onto the door and then close the, <laughs> close the door to pull the tooth out of your head. No, we don't pull teeth out anymore. We fix them nowadays. Um, other people are uh, recommending two tincture whiskey. Yeah, but don't drink the whiskey. You're supposed to gargle the whiskey, isn't it? The alcohol just around the tooth. The whole idea is that the alcohol just kind of numbs the area. It doesn't have necessarily have to be whiskey. Any strong alcohol will do the job. Uh, somebody else said, uh, no, putting a scarf around your mouth certainly helps because it stops the cold air getting in. Well, of course, that depends now. If you have 
um, a toothache or you have an, when I say a toothache, a filling missing, or you have an abscess. Because if you have an abscess, it's not going to make any difference if you put a scarf around your mouth uh, because it's to do with the pressure. Abscess. That's how you know there's an abscess and a filling missing. So if you've any, by the way, anybody, any cures for toothaches, please let us know. Dave, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Getting back to the sick pay, Dave. How are you? What's the crack? What's the crack with you, Dave? Shit all out, just arsing around at work, you know, yourself, same old, same old. Yeah, so when you're arsing around at work, do you think you deserve to get 70% of your pay if you go home sick? Uh, I do, actually, yeah. Right, I'm sure you do. I, I, I bet your ass I do. I got a herniated disc from this place, so yeah, if, I, if my back is in shit, I think I deserve to take a, a day off and stay at home and go myself up on painkillers. Right, and sit there with your feet up playing your PlayStation. Uh, no, no, when my back is at me, there doesn't be no sitting. If you sit and stand and lie and walk and... Have you, got, have you got sciatic? No, I've herniated discs. So one of the discs of my spine has popped out of place. I have three herniated discs. Yeah. And, is this the same thing? and I have an x-ray of them. That I, that, because it was actually an MRI because it goes for an MRI about something else. Yeah, I got one of them recently as well. Yeah, and, and I could see them and they're about in like a millimetre from my spine. Yeah, no, mine is uh, mine is popped right out of place. All the cartilage around it is ruined. The protective fibers around it are ripped and it's leaned on a nerve. So, so, uh, so, uh, so, so on a daily basis, it doesn't really affect you too much, but every now and again, it goes bonkers, yeah? No, day to day, it's not too bad. I know how to manage it, but there are certain days. Like I, I work in a, an engineering firm, so there does be a bit of pulling and dragging from time to time, and there are days I can't walk. Like, literally getting out of bed and going to the doctor is absolutely agony. Right, you okay. Know, and my, my only option until I get surgery is to lie there, dope out of my head on painkillers. And are you, are you going like to either. get surgery? Because surgery, I believe, involves infusing the discs together. It does, yeah. Uh, I'm waiting on the consultant, but sure. You know, you know the good old HSE now, so. Yeah, but that, but see, when you get the, I, I know a couple of people who got this done. Um, it, actually, but more famously, a- Ivan Yates, of course, who was used to be on TV3 and Newstalk, he had an operation similar to that on his back, and now he's in a worse situation. And, and he's talked about that publicly, by the way. That's why I'm waiting to uh, meet a consultant to find out what the fuck is, you know. It's, it's quite bizarre, by the way, if you ever went into Newstalk when Ivan Yates was working, there were times he would lie on the floor doing the show. Yeah, it- it can get that bad. Like, I get it where, like, you know, it's a shooting pain down my left leg. You can't get comfortable. You can't sit down. You can't play PlayStation. You know? Yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> I get that maybe once a year. If I turn the wrong way, my sciatic nerve goes bonkers, yeah. and I literally drop to the floor, and I can't I stand. know yourself. It's awful. And if yeah. you... It just, it feels like someone's out there jamming like an ice pick or something oh, inside, in between your vertebrae. Okay, so getting yeah. back to the sick pay, you think that it's a good thing that all employers would be obliged to give up to 10 days a year, which is essentially two weeks, sick pay, you know, if, if indeed that 70% of your wages, by the way. Come here, I mean, we're paying PRSI at the moment anyway, right? Yeah, and yeah. all you can do with your PRSI is get a free eye test or a free dental checkup a year. But yet it's being taken out of your paycheck every week. Yeah. We're paying, um, what was the other one? The USC, which was supposed to be a temporary, temporary yeah, that nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety nine, yeah. whenever that came in. I mean, no, two thousand nine, should I? Do you know? Uh, apparently, like GDP per capita, Ireland is actually one of the top ten richest nations in the world. And yet, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think it, would you? No, but you see, that's what I mean. You wouldn't think it, and it just in a nice. I want to hear this kind of stuff because we're we're always slapping on about we need better protections for workers, we need better protections and, and systems in place for the you know people get out of bed in the morning and actually put in a hard day's graft. And then 
as soon as something is mentioned. Like, this is coming in over, what, four or five years? Yeah, but there's going to be a lot of changes to employment over the next four or five years. It's oh, not just this, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's, there's other things that we've talked about over the last few weeks. You know, things like uh, for women going through menopause, time off. Uh, they're also going to be talking about uh, the four-day working week, which a lot of companies are already experimenting with. So there's a whole change in the way we and, work. Yeah, and, the four, and to be fair to the four-day working week, uh, for a lot of companies that have tried it, it's worked out well. It I know, my, work, my son is on it a four-day work every, But it won't work in every industry, but for the industries they're, they're trying it in, it's working, it's leading to higher productivity in your workforce, yeah. um, more happiness in the people you work for. So it's, it's gas because we're saying, right, we need protections for, for workers. And then when we actually mention protections, people are like, well, I don't want to be paying for that. Like, obviously, people are going to take the piss. <laughs> people take the piss. People take the piss in all walks. Of life. Yeah, but there's no, yeah, but there's nothing worse than a small business when you're relying on everybody that somebody is, t- is pulling sickies. Do you know what I mean? I know, but like, people do that anyway. And I mean, if this is the kind of thing where you have to go to your doctor, you're going to be spending money yeah, on well, your I, No, I, I don't buy that, buy that. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it'll cost you money to go to a doctor unless you have a medical card or something like that. Uh, but, I, you know, anybody can get a doctor's note. Anybody can get a doctor's note, but it's not, it's not that easy. If I want to get a doctor's note, it's going to cost me 60 quid. Yeah, but you, but you, I, but you don't have I'm to be to, sick to get a doctor's note. Yeah, but if I'm going to take the piss and just take the day off work, I'm just going to ring up and say, oh, here, I can't come in today. I'm sick. I'll work up the hours there throughout the week or I'll come in on a Saturday or something. Yeah. Like, uh, people will take the piss, but it would be a small number of people. Like, I'm, we're a single-income household at the moment, right? So if I'm sick, if my arms are hanging off, I have to come into work. I have no choice. I can't afford No, I know, I know that feeling. I've done it all my life no, because I, I was a single-income family too. Yeah, I went, I remember working when I worked in the nightclubs. I would go to the nightclubs dying, and I'd be literally dying, and I would still go. I remember one night going, I had a bad stomach bug, but I remembered that the DJ box in the nightclub I worked in was beside the jacks. So I risked it. Yeah, and I've, <laughs> I've, come, into, I've come into work with a vomit and bug before. I spent half the day inside in the toilet puke in our yeah. shower room myself. And the, the risk of that then is me passing on to the other people. Yeah, no, I know. I know. And, do you know what I mean? So I'm sorry now, but I think, you know, it, we'll, have, we'll have to take a calculated risk on this. And I do think that the benefits outweigh, you know, the, the downsides. People... People are going to take piss, yes. But at the same time, you'll have people like me who can't afford to take a day off, who might be absolutely dying or, you know, really, really sick and just can't get out of bed and, like, go to work or whatever. And we can say, do you know what? At least I'll get most of my days paid for, you know. Yeah, of course. All right, listen, i got to go to break, Dave. Thanks for that. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.